full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome to the full court press. Ajay Salsi, Cody Olton, Eric Franson's here somewhere out there. He'll be joining us here in just a minute. For all winter kickoff time, happy Monday, June 7th. And Monday. we are getting into the second round of the NBA playoffs. It's exciting. It's ex- well, it is and it isn't. Depending on how optimistic Come you are on, right Ajay. now. Keep it with me. I'm trying, with man. Me. I'm, I'm, Stay I'm with trying. me, Ajay. Hanging in there for dear We're doing life, okay. Man. We're going to make it. It's all right. We promise. <laughs> Stay positive. Good to have you all here joining us at 106NFM, 1390 AM, 106NTheFan.com, and the 106NTheFan mobile app. I want to big, uh, give a big shout out and thank you to AJ Knight, who joined us last week. Uh, throughout the whole entire week, and to all our guests who are a part of the show as well. Uh, that was a lot of fun last week. It was so much fun. Time to get back to adult time, though. That sucks. <laughs> uh, it's like when you go to a party, like a, like a weekend getaway with your uh-huh. friends, mm-hmm. and you come home, and dad's like, all right, time to do chores. Time to mow the lawn. Pull weeds. All right. Nope, you don't get to watch sports anymore. Now you got to watch, uh, you know. Fox News or CNN or whatever. Like now you're gonna watch what I want to watch. Matlock. You <laughs> love Matlock. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I was I actually kind of got into Matlock a little bit. I was I became a huge fan of the Andy Griffith show though. Really? Well, which did you prefer, Matlock or Murder She Wrote? Oh, Matlock. <laughs> Murder She Wrote was just too far out there. Like <laughs> I needed it within range, and Matlock kept it within range of reality. Murder She Wrote was just all over the place. Eric, hi. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. You're a little bit uh, more tan than the last time I saw I you. I was trying Very to catch nice. up to you, but I just I couldn't get there. Okay, so you've got to tell me. Uh, we're <laughs> Earlier today, you were saying something about how you lost your glasses. Uh, yes, I'm wearing some an old pair of glasses today. They look so great on That's you. That's what it I was. Mean, That's <laughs> what it was. You look a little more sophisticated. <laughs> Very philosophical. That's what it was. That's what that was. That was it. <laughs> I was thrown off. I'm like, really who is this guard too? Who is this man? I don't know him. As I'm leaving today, my son's like, "Dad, did you get a did you get a haircut?" I'm like, "No. When when did I have time to get a haircut with you being around?" <laughs> like, well, you you look different. I'm like, well, I got different glasses on. I actually shaved today, so I had Lake Powell beard. Going on. I was spending the last week down you in Lake Powell. Kept that. I would have died to see a Lake Powell beard from Eric. I know. I cool. thought about it, but my wife's like, you got to shave that. So I shaved it's, it this morning. That's why you defy, be a rebel like me. <laughs> yeah, you got my the wife's little gonna, handlebar My wife's gonna going to take a freaking razor to it. She hates it. So, yeah, spent a little week down in Lake Powell. It was awesome. It was fun. We were there with family. We had a good time. Last day. The very last part of the last day on the water. In the 11th hour. We're coming into the marina. We'd been on a houseboat, but we're coming into the marina. we got to load some sea dews And uh, one of them had died earlier in the week, which was not that fun. But, you know, we still had a good time. So we're, we need to tow it in to the marina to get loaded up. So 
my son's on one of them and I'm on the one that's dead. And we're getting the straps all together, figured out so we can get the towing. And first lesson was I really didn't need to be on this, the dead one. I could have been on with my son. We didn't need, we could have doubled up there. It would have been fine. But no, I get on the other one. Uh, the other lesson was because there was so much slack, we like took that extra slack and just wrapped it around the handlebars. Oh no! And didn't I know where this didn't is going reattach already. it down to the bottom and the front. So, so when he started going, you nosedive. He just opened it up to start going, and instead of pulling it from the front, it pulled it from the top and just tipped it on its side. <laughs> and I'm yelling like, "No, no, no!" <laughs> but there's waves, and he's juicing it, and he's going without a thought in the world. So it totally flips me off, slams into my ankles. I swear, I almost have like a broken ankle. Nice. Uh, I end up in the water, and I'm like, oh, my glasses. And I'm like splashing around, and I can't find them. So I lost my glasses. They're in the bottom of Lake Powell. Lake Powell will forever have like a proud of Eric Christmas story, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my glasses. My glasses. My glasses. <laughs> Lake Powell will forever own a piece of Eric Franson. Yes, that's true. It, they'll be covered the in Lake quagga Powell mussels monster. before the end of oh, next week, I'm man. sure. But Bummer. So we get – I mean, we, we finally pull into shore where I'm getting off, and we – just because of the time of the day and everything, we ended up spending one more night on the houseboat, but it was in the marina. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have glasses. I'm the one to drive home because we're towing stuff and we have a car full of stuff. And I, there are other people in my vehicle who can drive, but it's like, I'm not making that drive back to Logan. I'm like, okay, I can make it. I just need a really good spotter to sit next to me. Is that the stop sign or is that a lady? <laughs> Just tell me suit? when the speed limit changes. <laughs> I can tell when there's a vehicle coming at me. Uh, sir, you were going, uh, you're, you know how fast you're going? Yeah, 75. Sir, it's it's 25. Oh. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Hey, uh, there's not much to see anyway, like driving all the way up until you hit like. I want, to, I want our listeners to know I did not do that. We did not put ourselves or others in danger. Oh. Luckily, I did have a set of old. Um, Contact lenses in my shave kit that still worked. Got to so. come prepared. Yeah. Wow. That Boy Scout training <laughs> helped me out oh, in the bind. Shoot, uh, that's too good. If only they had a merit badge on how to tow <laughs> an appropriate sea dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Learned a few oh, lessons dude. the hard way. Uh, a good stuff. mortgage text line is open for you to be a part of the show. Always love having our listeners here with us. 435-339-0321. Again, to text into the show. Four three five three three nine zero three two one five three three eight. Text in. Coke can incoming. Signed. World's best behaved sports fans. Yeah, that was not good. Eric, you've been gone for so long. I forget what we've covered. I, I, don't, do. I don't. I don't know what that you know means. What talking about. Oh, I'll be honest. We he doesn't know. When we're in Lake Powell, we're in the side canyon. No cell coverage whatsoever. We did a couple days into it. Realize that if you go out of the canyon into this big bay out in the middle of this big open water, you might be lucky to get some coverage. You do a smoke signal and see something. Yeah. Yeah. So like every day, at least one adult went on a run <laughs> out into the middle of the bay to check email or make phone calls. And uh, uh, once I figured that out, I went out to make sure I, to check on the progress of the Jazz series with the Grizzlies, and everybody was very grateful for me. But beyond that, I don't really know what's been going on. What well, a, let's, what a hero. let's put it this way. Hey, fans um, the hero. <laughs> we get we fans forgot how to react to when they're in a live game or behave uh, as a human being actually yeah. 
<laughs> well, that was going on before I left. Oh, that was? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know when you were gone. Dude, you were gone for like two weeks. So Spitting on, for, well, practically it was. Yeah, spitting on. Spitting. Uh, what's his name? Trey Young. Ye- yelling stuff at Trey yelling Young. Yelling at uh, John Morant's parents. John Moran's yeah, that was parents. happening right before I left. Popcorn. And then last night during the USA-New Mexico game, which was, by the way, a great soccer game in so many ways. Uh, Mexico fans were not thrilled about some of the way the soccer was being played or being refed. Uh, so they do what they normally do in their country, but not in our country. Well, I guess what well, I thought we didn't do in our country, but they started throwing bottles out in the field. Now, I mean, nearly plunking players and coaches. So that was that was wonderful. Was that Where was the game played? Uh, Denver, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it was in Denver. Mm. Uh, USA won that match, by the way. What a great match that was in That's soccer. Right. That was That's a phenomenal, mad phenomenal soccer game. Uh, so so pretty cool there. Yeah, so uh, let's recap you, uh, Eric. Um, Jazz got away from Memphis. Uh, Anthony Davis quit basketball. <laughs> Portland, or excuse me, Damian Lillard is quitting Portland. Portland. He's leaving Portland. He's unfriended everybody. He's already, he's already blocked everybody on Instagram, and he's already been on trips to Los Angeles, Brooklyn, New York, Utah, as family vacations, quote-unquote. Uh, what else did uh, he he's, miss? He's pulling an Aaron Rodgers, basically. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is uh, shouting at players to feed him the ball. Yep. Every time he they go down the court. What a stud. <laughs> uh, Tim Tebow's better than Alex Smith. Yeah, Tim Tebow's... Uh, uh, Reggie Bush is the greatest college football player of all time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. I have missed a lot. I mean, like, we, yeah, uh, we covered a lot. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was absolutely uh, set if you had to rank stone, your, too. If you had to rank your baseball moves, it'd be go Sandlot in, at five, yep. 42 at four, yep. uh, for the love of the game at three. Yep. Uh... Moneyball. Moneyball at two yep. and the natural at one. Where's Field of Dreams? Uh, How is Field of Dreams not on that? Moneyball is not really that great of a movie. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and Oh, yeah. 5308. Oh, see. Sorry. I'll get to your text in just a minute. But, uh, oh, yeah. I supposedly called listeners dumb when I didn't really call them dumb. Oh, that was AJ fun. just didn't let me finish my well, sentence. Well, you've called them cheapskates before. No, you? Okay. And by the way, I got played so. for that crap, too, because you jumped in and were like, well, yeah, we're cheap. Ha, <laughs> ha. So that would well, still blame me. You started it. <laughs> so yeah, it was a great week without you. Uh, we nearly set the place uh, on fire with some of our uh, hot takes. While the cat's away, right? Okay, so I gotta know. Uh, before I left, yep. Jordan Clarkson was awarded the sixth man. Yes. Um, Julius Randle most improved. Yep. Yep. Any other NBA no. postseason awards handed out? No, we are taking our freaking sweet time. It is Coach, like, defensive player. It is like the NCAA tournament show where we take four hours to announce 64 teams. We could have done it in one hour. <laughs> they did like two in one week, and yep. they haven't done anything since? Yep, they're just holding on. I mean, they are waiting for the suspense to just eat everybody alive. Wow. I mean, okay. not that we already have enough suspense in our lives, because for the first time in 10 years... Well, actually, first time since, I guess, in 11 years, mm-hmm. LeBron James and Steph Curry are not a part of the playoffs here in the second round. First time in 11 years that neither of them will be in the NBA Finals. Yep. And first time, I think, if I have to look this up again, but I think the first time since 88 that you look at the teams in the playoffs right now, okay? And in the Western Conference, we have the Utah Jazz, LA Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns. In the East, we have the Nets, Sixers, Bucks, and Hawks. What do they all have in common, Eric? Uh, finals appearances, not very many, if any. I mean, Philadelphia won when? Was that early 80s? Yep. 
Absolutely. I know In fact, the Jazz, the Suns, notes, the Nuggets. According to our uh, Mr. Cody Olton, our wonderful producer, 1983, the Sixers won. Uh, what, and then, uh, let's see. There's one right here. Brooklyn is now one. Go ahead and give it to me. Of the four teams remaining in the Western Conference playoffs, one has never made it out of the second round. Another team advanced to the conference finals four times but couldn't get past the round. The other two teams advanced to the NBA finals only to run into Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls. And then on the other side, Nets, Sixers, Bucks, Hawks. Uh, see, so Nets and Nets in the finals. Bucks were there in 71. Hawks, 58. 76ers, 83. So, NBA ratings, eat your heart out. Someone's going to get We're it. We're going to go wild here. It's Unless- a wide open field, which is kind of exciting. All right, so let's start with that. Again, if you want to text into the show, 435-339-031 for our, for our Gill Mortgage text line. 5308 text in. Eric, of all the teams left in the West, who's the biggest threat for the Jazz? You're about to meet them. Uh, I think that's probably the best, most accurate uh take there that I think that the Clippers the way that they're playing especially in games six and seven it's like okay they've they're kind of flipping a switch now is it just an abomination is it just a single game here or there where they played really well against a, a Dallas team that doesn't play defense that's what we don't really know but that's the Dallas excuse me that's the Clippers team that a lot of people have talked about and warned about but just didn't we didn't see consistently through the season. But if that's how they're going to play in the postseason from here on out, that is the the most dangerous team Utah can face, I believe, in the rest of this Western Conference. And if playoffs. I dare say, it's probably the best team in the rest of the Western Conference. I I'm I'm going to go on the limb and say that. I'm not saying the Jazz aren't going to lose. I'm saying that <laughs> the Clippers are the best team in the Western Conference left. The Suns are okay. Chris Paul's not 100 healthy. Devin Booker can't do it on his own. Aiton's a rookie here in the in, in the playoffs. Um, the Jazz they've got Bogey, Bogdanovich. I mean, yeah, they got Bogey, Ingles, Mitchell, Conley, Clarkson. They've got the tool set. But when you look at an all around team, bench wise including offensive and defensive side of the ball, man, the Clippers absolutely terrify me, Eric. I mean, they scare me to death. And you're right. Game six and game seven were a very clear picture, like HD 4K picture of what the Clippers will look like when everybody's healthy and they're playing at their very best. That was an unreal show that they put on in game six and seven versus the Mavericks. Yeah, I didn't get to see game six. I did see game seven. Um, but that was, yeah, that's that's a really good team uh, That's that had, you know, finally Kawhi really came uh, came alive consistently. Paul George played really well. Reggie Jackson used to be a bench player. They inserted him into the starting lineup. That made a big difference. Rondo is kind of disappearing, but he's a crafty veteran that plays a, at a different level when it comes to the playoffs. So um, Zubac, he's a, a player that doesn't get as much a, a, a attention and, and as respect as perhaps he deserves. So yeah, that, that's going to be a tough team to cover for the Jazz. Jazz yeah. beat them two out of the three times, um, but those were early in the season. So there a lot changed. And one of them wasn't with their full squad either. And right. when they did play their full squad, they lost. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, credit to our in- intern uh, Cody Olson here on this, on this little nugget right here. The Utah Jazz and the Clippers have faced each other in the playoffs four times. 
In 92, the Jazz won the series three games to two. In 97, they won it three games to nil. In 2017, they won it four games to three. The Game 7 win in the Staples Center and, of course, this year. Here is what the schedule looks like for the first three games. At home versus the Clippers on uh, see tomorrow and June 10th. It's an every-other-day series here in the second round. We're going to pick things up just a bit. So tomorrow versus the Clippers, it's at 8 o'clock on TNT. This is all Mountain Time. Uh, home against the Clippers on June 10th. That's also 8 o'clock on ESPN. ABC on Saturday uh, at LA. It's at 6.30. And then, let's see, June 14th, 16th, 18th, 20th. Of course, it'll go at LA, home against LA, at LA, home against LA, if necessary, those games may need be. So late games, 8 o'clock and 8 o'clock again to start off the playoff series. And then 6.30 on Saturday, that is on ABC uh, inside the Staples Center. Uh, Eric, first thought first, Ruth, I may ask you really quickly. Uh, Utah Jazz took care of Memphis Grizzlies. What can they take from that series and duplicate over to this series that would give them a chance versus this heavy bev uh, Clippers team? Well, they did play, even though the Jazz beat the, the, the Grizzlies four games to one, they played a scrappy, hard defensive team, hard-nosed team that didn't back down, um, and that's that's what they're going to see against the Clippers. Now they're going to see better offense against the Clippers. Um, you know, Memphis just didn't have as many weapons offensively. Um, but you know, having some guys that that can attack the rim, um, that uh, the the Clippers have, and that's kind of what Memphis had as well. I think that those are a few things that have helped prepare the Jazz. Uh, the uh, the Clippers have Zubak and. The Grizzlies had uh, Valanchunas, so there are a few things that are that are some similarities, but certainly I think we all understand the Clippers are are definitely a step or two above what Memphis is. So um, the Jazz have that advantage of facing a team that's hard nosed, scrappy team, got a, a good center, got some dynamic shooters, but the also the I think the biggest advantage here is that the Clippers had to do a grind it out seven-game series, and have to have a quick turnaround to face Utah tomorrow. That is the, probably the biggest advantage that the Jazz have going for them. They cannot squander that. The biggest question for the Utah Jazz will be if Mike Conley will play game one. Everyone kind of thought, hey, if we go to a game seven, Conley would be available for game one on Tuesday. We don't know officially if he is available. We're still waiting to hear. I know they had a uh, press conference today, and I think they have a shoot-around uh, press conference tomorrow. As well, right now uh, in the playoffs, first mean coming back from the ankle sprain, Donovan Mitchell, twenty-eight and a half points, playing extremely well. Meanwhile, Kawhi Leonard had forty-five in Game Six to force that Game Seven on Sunday. Um, and the Jazz right now is a team shooting forty and a half percent on forty-one and a half three-point attempts per game in the first round, which is actually pretty incredible. Just saying, you talked about the Grizzlies' defense, and and then the the biggest concern I have here, and, and Cody noted it as well, is what Morant and Dylan were able to do as guards, getting inside the paint and getting whatever they want. Um, I know you talked about Rondo. He's kind of disappeared. At least he's kind of, he's not as big of a vocal point of the offense as he was in Boston. But he's still Rajon Rondo. Like you say, he's a crafty veteran. They're going to really, really need Mike Conley to play really well. Yeah, and I think that can be certainly the big advantage that Utah has over the Clippers is multiple really good ball handlers on the floor. Good floor generals. Um, yeah, I, I think that's and I think the the big advantage is I see Utah over the Clippers is that good uh, 
floor generals, if you will, with Mike Connolly, Joe Ingles, and I even put Donovan Mitchell in there over what the Clippers have. Uh, I think Utah has a better center, a more dominant, more impactful center. I think Utah has the advantage of rest. And then the last key is I, I think that Utah has more shot makers from your starters to your bench. I think they have more guys who can shoot threes and get points than what the than what the, the LA Clippers have. Now, on the other side, Clippers have probably the best guy in the league to get a bucket when he needs to get a bucket and to stop a bucket when he needs to stop a bucket. Uh, and then they have probably another top five guy that can do that too with Paul George. So uh, how the Jazz try to defend Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is the tricky thing. Jazz have been able to defend Paul George pretty effectively, at least been able to get into his head. He's still a great player, but he's not a, a killer uh, on the court uh, against them. But how they defend Kawhi Leonard, that's going to be the biggest thing. And you know what? We were thinking, how are the Jazz going to slow down and defend John Morant? I mean, he had huge games against the Jazz. But it's how do they do it against everybody else? Like You're going to have a player that's going to be great against you. It's how do you limit the other guys, the fringe guys. You don't want some guy who averages six a game to now all of a sudden average 12 or 15. That's what the Jazz really have to limit. And I think they can. They're a really good defensive team, and the Clippers had to scrape and and uh, grab and you know do everything they could to survive a seven-game series against a Dallas team that doesn't play defense. The, the biggest concern I have, though, is and that Rudy Gobert could get exposed in this series very badly. He's not great with small lineups, and and Clippers can play a small lineups such as Marcus Morris at the five. And he can shoot well from the outside. He can take it from the outside and drive into the paint. Gobert's going to have to be at his very, very, very best here. Or else he could be, I mean, and, and just exposing him outside on the perimeter could allow guys to get to the hole easier. Kawhi, PG-13. Um, just, I mean, that's that's a huge concern I have right now is how do they utilize Rudy Gobert? Um, or I guess how do they take advantage of Rudy Gobert's size and his lack of movement? on the perimeter and get to the hole where there's nobody there covering. I don't think you're giving Rudy enough credit in how well he defends on the perimeter. He can go out on the perimeter. I don't think he defends that well, though. He actually, in one-on-one situations, out away from the paint, he actually does quite well. When you look at the numbers, he's actually a really good defender still beyond the paint, outside of the paint. People think if they see this big seven-footer, you just put the guy on skates and dribble between your legs and get around him. Uh, he, yes, that can happen, but if it's Marcus Morris or Markeith Morris out there, I don't worry about that. That's not that big a deal. He'll be able to defend him. Think so, so? Yeah. It's just, what do the Jazz do to protect the paint if he has to go out? Yeah. Uh, again, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Utah Jazz will host the LA Clippers in Game 1. It's an every-other-day series, so it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Uh, is what the series is looking like for at least for the first four, and then after that, if necessary. Uh, I want to get your predictions here in a little bit, actually, but first I want to get to this Milwaukee-Brooklyn 5.30 today on TNT. Second game on the TNT channel will be Denver and Phoenix. That's at 8 o'clock. Uh, first thought on Milwaukee and Brooklyn right now, it's uh, uh, Brooklyn 1-0 in this series, but no James Harden tonight with the hamstring issue again popping up. Uh, does Milwaukee have any chance against Brooklyn? Sure they do, uh, but I think it has to be a little bit disheartening if you're the Bucks that James Harden goes down. And you still lost the way that you lost. Yeah, because Kevin Durant goes 
does what he does. And then their bench has been so good. Well, and Kyrie was phenomenal as a playmaker. So, but this will be a good test to see Milwaukee. How well are they going to be able to make adjustments? They know James Harden's not going to be out there. So how does that affect where they attack Brooklyn and how do they defend Brooklyn? So, um, this is game one. You know, I just kind of throw it out there, but Game two, how do you make adjustments now that you've seen each other again and you're reminded about each team's strengths and weaknesses? What's your prediction in the series? I think it's still Brooklyn, but I think it's a longer series without oh. James Harden. Okay. I think Milwaukee makes it a long series. I think they can. Wow. So Brooklyn in what? I probably still stake Brooklyn in six. I'm going to take Brooklyn in five. I just think... And you said it like how disheartening is it that James Harden goes out early, early in the game, and yet Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant do what they're supposed to do. Their bench comes in was really good. Blake Griffin was awesome. Blake Griffin was a monster. Yeah, but that's Blake Griffin's not going to give that to you for a full series. You don't think he will? No. Even an interested, like invested Blake Griffin. That's a problem. He isn't. He doesn't. He can't consistently be that guy. Again, that's at five o'clock. Excuse me, five thirty tonight. Denver Phoenix is at eight o'clock tonight. This is a really intriguing series in a lot of different ways. You got two savvy point guards on one end, and on the other, you're looking at your big man, and you're looking at uh, maybe your shooting guards to hopefully help you out. But Jokic has been really—I mean, he was great in the in the first series. Um, got some help from the bench when he needed it. Phoenix is just on another level. It seems like Chris Paul, even when he's not healthy, he's still at his best. Well, and Booker is taking it. Oh, well, he's oh he's gosh. played a great year. Yeah. But he, he played phenomenal in that Lakers series, from what I understand. Yeah. I didn't really see any of those games, but um, especially when he uh, uh, when they closed that series out. Um, so I, I think Denver's going to have a hard time with Phoenix. Um, uh, and I think as a, I think it may come down to Chris Paul's health too. If he can give them. You know, I don't know if fifty percent Chris Paul is enough. I don't know, but Denver, I just—I mean, they continue to defy a lot of odds and, and things stacked against them. I, I didn't think that they'd be able to continue to play at a at a really high level once Jamal Murray went down. But yeah. they were able to hold on to the number three seed, which is incredible. They went through and and took care of business against Portland in the first round. So, I mean, that team deserves more credit than I give them. So what does it come down to with these two teams? Again, two good guards on one end and one team with a big man that is about as versatile since we've seen like of Dirk Nowitzki in a way. So what is it the key for either the Suns or the Nuggets to get a win in this series? Well, I, I think it's um, what happens on the uh, on the fringes, what yeah. happens on the edges. So for uh, for Denver, is it Gordon? Does he start to step up his game? And this is unfamiliar territory for him. He's not used to playing this caliber of basketball this late in the year. Can he step up his game? And some of those other uh, bench guys for Denver uh, play better basketball. Michael Porter Jr., can he continue his evolution? I think for for Phoenix on the other side, um, Bridges continues to play really well. Uh, Aiton, actually, he's a rookie to all of this, but he's playing pretty well. So is is Booker. Yep. So uh, he looked... Aiton had his hands full in the first round against some really big, very talented players for most of the series, not the whole series. It's going to take a similar, if not another level, to try to contend with uh, with Jokic. But now he's a little bit more used to it. He's got his feet under him. 
So I, I think we need to give him a little bit more credit for what his abilities are too. These two teams have faced off four times in the playoffs in eighty or excuse me, 1982. Denver Nuggets lost the series two to one. In eighty three, Denver returned the favor, winning it two to one. And then in eighty nine, uh, Phoenix Suns won the series three games to nothing. And here we are in two thousand twenty one, the Western Conference Semifinals. Nuggets Suns tonight, eight o'clock again. That is on TNT. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to more NBA playoff basketball, including I want to get your prediction and your thoughts on this Utah Jazz team uh, as we uh, as we get ready for Game One tomorrow night versus a very talented Clippers team who maybe is coming off maybe a little bit of fatigue after a seven game series. But as we've seen before. Memphis Grizzlies fatigue sometimes doesn't even matter. We'll talk about that and much, much more here in the full court press. If you want to text in, we got a couple texts already. We'll get to those in just a bit from nine four six three and three four two six. If you want to also text in more, four three five three three nine zero three two one. It's the full court press on one zero six nine. The fan. We all know moms rule the world, but dads are important too. Do something special for dad this Father's Day. Pick him out a watch to fit his personality from Jarek's. We feature watches by Citizen, Bolova, unique wood watches by Tree Hut, and our own one-of-a-kind custom brand Jarek's Fine Jewelry timepieces. Or maybe your dad would like a tie bar, chain, bracelet, or how about a special ring with your name engraved on the inside? Let dad know how special he is. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it jealous. This, he put on the download here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I think that they should do weight division, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. If you had weight divisions, and let's say those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody, probably in the world, faster than DK Metcalf at that at that song. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France and Ajay Salveson, Cody Olson joining us here. Cody, you yep. do your research, man. You do a great job here. I think. Uh, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns prediction. What do you got? Uh, I've got Phoenix and seven. Wow. wow. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to take Phoenix and six. I'm going to take Phoenix and six, too. I just think the point guard level is just going to be too much to handle. Yeah, I, I think that with Booker and and Chris Paul being able to find and probe the weaknesses in the Denver defense, um, but I don't. Denver has Jokic and uh, Michael Porter Jr., which are helping to carry their team too. So three, four, I think it's going to be a great battle. We've kept counting Denver out. I think that they're going to push it all the way. Hey, Leon Rose, great bumper music today. Add a boy, Cody. Hey, yeah. Leon, my man. <laughs> What a great hype man, Leon. Three, four, is. two, six. Most underappreciated person on the show, Leon. Three, four, two, six. For the Suns, I think it's Chris Paul being healthy is the key, and that is that, and that's if he's not. It's over if he is makes the dynamic change. Okay, so if he's healthy, it's over. If he's not, we got problems. Chris Paul being healthy, and that's if he's... right. It, it, yeah, it, it, that series may come down to how healthy is Chris Paul. Yes. That rest might have helped him. Just a little bit of rest might have helped him enough. 
Uh, Philadelphia, Atlanta, by the way, how about this one last night? Atlanta wins 121-24, which was just an absolute bonk of a game. Atlanta led by 26 at point one point and then started to turn over the ball like crazy. Couldn't get a pass to half court. Uh, Sixers cut it down to two, I think. And then you got a three from the corner from uh, Bogdanovich. Uh, or is it, how do you say it? Is it Bogdanovich or what? Yeah, Bogdan right? Bogdanovich. I, come on, be, come on, guys. Bogdan Make it easy Bogdanovich. Me. I'm going to call him Boggy. Boggy? So Boggy <laughs> with a, a clutch corner three. And the Atlanta Hawks still came one in Philadelphia. One to nothing. And despite Embiid's great performance. Yeah, you talk about not giving a team enough credit. I mean, we should all be giving Atlanta a lot more credit for oh how they gosh. took care of New York. Incredible. Going to at, uh, Philadelphia and stealing Game One there, um, I, that may be. I still think that's a little bit of fool's gold, but at the same time, look, Doc Rivers, he he did well early on in Boston, but he hasn't really done anything great in the postseason and since he's been then. Out coached, he really he got regularly by Quinn Snyder in, in regularly. In he got he got out coached by Mike Malone last year, which was actually incredible, and really got out coached last. I mean, the other last night, he was just they were nowhere to be found. There was no energy in the arena, and Beta was having his game, but nobody else was helping. Ben Simmons was not that great. It just this Atlanta team. People were telling me how scary they were, and I just didn't believe it. I thought it was a joke. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. It's not bad. You know, it's okay to say you're wrong sometimes, Ajay. Uh, I'm oh, happy to see wrong. look, I'm happy to see Atlanta doing well. It's a, a franchise that's had you know some great players or great teams over the years. Kind of a forgotten team over this last little while. Trey Young, a really exciting young player in the NBA. But at the same time, I I, I still think that Philadelphia, maybe despite Doc Rivers. Uh, because of the players that they have and the talent and experience that they have, I think they will still pull that series out. Who, Philadelphia? Yes. How many games? I think it'll be Philly in six. Cody? I have Philly in six. I have Philly in six. All credit to Trey Young, but it's Philly in six. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Ben Simmons is going to guard Trey Young one-on-one -on -one now, and that'll be the Yeah, best. but dude, like Ben Simmons is – I mean, and, and – that, that's the other thing. is What the frick, Doc Rivers? You have the so-called best defensive player ever in NBA history in Ben Simmons. And you're like, no, nah, I don't feel like sticking them on the on the best scorer on their team. That made no sense to me at all. No, I don't let's, think Let's I not will. shut down their point guard. Yeah, I just... What the heck, man? All right. Uh, let's see. So let's go ahead and get to the Jazz. 9463 had texted in earlier and says, Quinn always, uh, or seems to always do a great job of picking on other teams' third through sixth best players. I doubt Luke Kennard or Morris will have great games. It really is Kawhi in PG-13 that will give us trouble. It will. And I think what they don't intentionally just yield to let those guys, like the, the best player on the other team, just go off. They always still try to defend them. But what the Jazz do really well is to eliminate the second, third, fourth options yeah. for opponents. That's a good point. And so uh, that's where the Clippers – you know, struggle. And Serge Ibaka may not be available. He's played really well against Rudy Gobert in the past. If he's not available, that's a, that's another advantage for Utah. But look, Joe, I, I relish to see the Joe Ingles <laughs> versus Paul George. Okay, matchup. Do you in this think series. Joe will be guarding Paul George at all in this series? I mean, what what is your thought process there? Or if 
Do you? I mean, because defensive matchups are going to be so huge. In fact, uh, three four two six texted in and said earlier, I don't really like saying this, but I think that the key is actually Derek Favors and what he does with the minutes he actually plays and the value of them high energy, high motor. Yeah, yeah. He needs to be defensively. He needs though, to be dialed in. How do you match it up defensively? Who's guarding who? Well, that's a great question. I so for me, it's like who who does Royce O'Neal guard? He probably guards Kawhi. Kawhi's gonna stick and 30 he'll on be him. he'll be undersized, undermatched. He's gonna get but thirty without even breaking a sweat. Do what he can, and then Boyan will initially start off by guarding PG. You think? Yes, Paul George, but then Joe Ingles will draw that defensive assignment. Kawhi's gonna average forty points on Royce O'Neal without even breaking a sweat. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Jazz fans, but I just, I don't have the faith. I mean, look, look, look what John Morant did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, dude. He had an offensive explosion in that series. Anything he wanted. Here's the problem, though. Were well, we freaking out that the Jazz yeah, won the because, series four no, games to one because thing, John Morant Aaron, got whatever he wanted? No bench. They, I mean, the Memphis didn't have the bench that the Clippers do, and the Clippers have the scoring power that is consistently there all series long that Memphis didn't have. Memphis had Jean Morant scoring for you consistently. Yes. Dylan so, Brooks, anywhere from 18 to 25 points. Okay, so then you got Paul George maybe scoring Well, he 30. scored 30 one night. Okay, Paul George scores 32. Leonard scores 35. Uh, who knows what Zubok's going to do? Morris could have a night. I mean, they've, just got, they've got scoring threats throughout the lineup, not just two guys. I get that, but so do, so the Jazz. That's why... I, I'm not in this freakout mode because Boyan can give you 25 points a night. You can get 18, 15 to 18 out of Joe Ingles. You, you can get, get 18. You out can of get Joe 12 Ingles. to 15 out of uh, out of your buddy George Niang off the bench. Okay, okay Jordan so Clarkson's going to give you 25 off the bench. 25 shots or 25 points. Points. Because Cody brought up a great point last week that I mean his shot selection is. It is really just incredulous, to be honest with you. Here's here's my problem. George Quinn's Yang, giving him a green light, so he's going to put up whatever he wants. George Yang's going to maybe get 12 points. You mean Steph Yang, right? Oh, don't, dude. Oh, you missed Stop that. It. We call him Steph Yang. No, we don't. Nobody, <laughs> and even our listeners thought it was a dumb thing to do. Uh, what are you saying about our listeners? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, I see where you're going with that again. <laughs> don't do it again. See, and I, I didn't even mention Mike Connolly and, and Donovan Mitchell. Okay, the, the Jazz, but that's what I'm talking about. The have bench more offensive firepower, and they play defense. Okay, Joe Ingles is getting maybe give you 10, 12 points. Okay, George Ingles maybe gives you ten points. Right, George can be anywhere from five points to twenty points. Well, yeah, we don't depends. know what George Ingles from get. Stephanie Inger, I don't even know where to go with the other. I mean, George Murasan. Yeah, there we go. That's I'll right. take that. I'll take that all day. Or Chris Dabsying. Um <laughs> So I, I just the the depth that the Clippers have versus the Jazz and Kawhi Leonard matched up on Royce O'Neal scares me. Paul George could get a switch on Royce and and torch him. There, that's this thing. There's going to be a lot of switching. Do you think because Rico they can Bears, play kind of positionless? I know this is crazy to ask you, and I'm probably going to get screamed at by our wonderful listeners. Do you lessen Rudy Gobert's minutes because he could be a liability on the court? He will not be a liability. In what in what world do you live in where Rudy Gobert is a liability on the court? I, I, I'm still scared to death. I don't know 9463 counter to it. 
Luke Kennard and Marcus Morris are gonna are gonna be able to do whatever they want with Rudy Gobert on the perimeter. I still don't think he's a good perimeter defender. Rudy Gobert's not gonna be out there defending those guys. <laughs> Who's on the gonna perimeter? defend him then? Rudy's what? gonna be protecting the paint, he protecting can't stand the rim. In the paint for twenty seconds or a three second so violation. Is this Rudy Gobert versus five LA Clippers? No, I'm saying he's gonna have help when you. So what you want Royce to be like? Hey Royce, I want you to guard the top of the key to get quiet, but then I also want you to like stand right in the middle, just in case Marcus Morris wants to shoot it. Where's Boyan? Where's Joe? Boyan's Where's be Donovan? Defense. Where's any other player of the gonna, Utah Jazz team who also you, play defense? You're gonna stick Marcus Morris, this, this Morris guy, on on an island with Rudy Gobert on the perimeter, and I and it scares me because M- Morris can get to the rim. And I don't know if Rudy Gobert is good enough at covering or recovering when a guy wants to get to the hoop. Oh, you, you apparently need to watch a little more film. Maybe I do. Because guys get past him and he still blocks them. Not not every time. I'm not saying he's some go-go gadget arms inspector gadget that get, doesn't let anything past him. But he, he can consistently block guys from behind. He does that. Guys think they get past Rudy just to find their, their shot going into the fourth row. Ah, I and he he's he is quick enough and long enough that it's hard for guys to get around him on the perimeter. Okay, so you you're Mr. Optimistic and I love that. What is the one weakness that Jazz have that the Clippers can exploit? Well, I think if they decide to go, you know, they're they can go big or they can go small. And I don't know that the Jazz how well they can match them when they go to those different phases. Uh if they go big, do they put Derek and Rudy in the lineup at the same time? No, they they just haven't yeah. done that this year. They don't do that. You just do your best. Do they if they go small, is it going to be Rudy versus Morris? And then have a lot of other shooters out there? I'm okay with the Jazz doing that, defending that as well. I'm not saying this is a Jazz team without weaknesses, but I, I think that the what can be problematic is if you're a team that can consistently attack Utah, especially if you don't fear Rudy Gobert. If they don't fear Rudy Gobert, they're going to continue to attack him. He's going to block some shots, but there's a chance that he could get into foul trouble as well. And the Jazz, without Rudy on the floor, while we love Derek Favors, defensively, they are not the same. Their defensive rating drops. Oh, yeah. That's why I liked your point earlier or somebody else's point that came in on the text line. This series could come down to how engaged is Derek Favors? How active is Derek Favors? Because what will the Jazz look like with Rudy Gobert on the court? Three, four, two, Off the court, excuse me. 3-4-2-6, you can still drop into a zone and have Rudy Gobert be effective. They are not going to be able to drop into any type of zone and be as effective as Utah will be. But speaking of zone, Mavericks ran that zone off that zone defense, which, by the way, if they would have done that against Utah, Utah would have put up 130 without even blinking. Uh, but that's the thing about the zone defense is you can drop into a zone, but then you can also have pick and pop guys. You can choose spots where the zone is not as I, there's just open spots in a zone. There's blind spots. There's what they call it. And if you if you can't see your blind spot in a zone defense, guys like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George will eat you alive on that. Well, and do you have a playmaker who can break? Yeah, break a zone. Exactly. Yeah. But you know the. The Clippers, one of the the top three point shooting teams in the NBA. So hey, we're going to see a best. lot of that threes. Isn't right, right? They weren't the best three point shooting team in the NBA, were they? They had the highest percentage over Utah. The Jazz 
shot the most threes, made the most threes in the game, but the Clippers had the highest percentage okay. of three-pointers made. That makes sense. So uh, they were the best three-point shooting team in the NBA. Damian Lillard uh, is <laughs> – we don't know where Damian's going to be next season, and that's an honest truth. <laughs> Terry Stotts has uh, been as part of ways with Portland as the head coach. What is the situation there in Portland? How do they get it fixed, and how do you get it fixed – while making or keeping Damian Lillard happy and comfortable and confident that you can be a title contender. We're going to talk about that more here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then, call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. Did you know you could do most of the rock, block, and paper projects around your home yourself? It's true, and Castellite and Logan can help. Their friendly, knowledgeable staff will help you on those projects and more. Why go anywhere else? You can find everything you need for rock, block, and paver projects under one roof at very competitive prices. Right here at Castellite in Logan. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend, particularly when she's thinking of marriage. When it comes to this important decision, visit S. Needham Jewelers in historic downtown Logan. We have been the part of thousands of happy engagements. You'll enjoy our vast selection of beautiful and unique engagement rings. You'll also enjoy our relaxed and elegant environment. You'll not be hurried and you'll feel no pressure as you have fun looking for the perfect ring. Where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity. Discover animals from around the world and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't like this at all for Browns. Like if I'm the Browns, I want the Texans first game this season. If I'm the Browns, I want the Broncos. I want the Giants. Like to me, that's what I I want a game that I'm just better than the other team and maybe get a road win out of it and get in, get out, and start out one and up. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from one to four on Sports Talk Radio, ah. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Just simply because, like, dude, you get free hot dogs, chips, nachos, drinks. 
and you still get to watch the same game that everybody else is watching. We get free food with it. Not spending twenty five dollars for a hot dog and a drink. Yeah, Ford fans on pretty cool, dude. I love ever, that. I mean, it makes sitting up in the nosebleeds kind of worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three four two six texting Eric. You can fix it by letting them come back home to Utah, even if he is a Weber State alum. Now we're talking about Damian Lillard. The Blazers were eliminated by the uh, Nuggets. Damian Lillard was phenomenal. Had the double nickel in his uh, the last game of that series, and they still couldn't find a way. To get into the second round, Terry Stotts has been released. They mutually agreed to part ways. What? How do you fix this issue? And I love three four two six issue, but I mean in Utah. But realistically, with a guy who just signed an extension, how do you fix the issue? I love Damian Lillard. He is one of my favorite players in the NBA. I love his attitude. Love his the way he plays. His shot making. I mean, I just he's one of my favorite guys in the NBA. It also helps that he went to school in Utah. But it's time for Damian Lillard to move on. Oh, wow. I love that he's got the zero on his jersey to signify Oakland, Ogden, and Oregon. But it's time for it to, to, to find something else. He has given everything he can to that franchise only for them to not get him help. I mean, how many different ways have we looked at how good he is and they just... They can't go anywhere. They just don't go anywhere. So it's either time for them to make some serious moves to get some A-list talent there or to let him find somewhere else. Damian Lillard has just completed the first year of an extension contract. He's got four years left on this, which means he's not an unrestricted free agent until 2025, you guys. Yeah, that's that's going to be hard. Thirty nine thousand this year. I mean, next year, forty two the next year, forty five, and then forty eight. Thirty nine million. Forty eight in dead cash by year four. Forty eight in dead cash, man. That is unreal. That's going to be hard for anybody to to make deals. But but is, but is it worth it? Like, do you take it and do you say with the sum, like with who he is as a player, even at the age of thirty, do you say you know what we'll pay? I mean, we'll just. We'll fork it. We'll hit the luxury, you know, the luxury tax. Do it proudly and take Damian Lillard. Right? It's worth it, isn't it? You know, if... if uh, Pay him and then you take him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you'd have to give up a lot to get Damian Lillard. But we've seen it happen. I mean, he's, a, he's an amazing talent. Oh, he's he's unreal. He is incredible. Five, three, but seven. Go ahead. he needs help. Or he needs to go to a team that has help. That has help, yeah. and he's just a missing piece. He's the one guy that if he went to a super team, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Good, good for you. Good for you. You know what? Go get Can you imagine it, him with the New York Knicks? Oh, my gosh. Playing alongside Julius Randle? Okay, okay. And, and I brought this up the other day, and I was chastised for it by AJ. But, dude, go to Brooklyn? Dude, do you know how great that team is? Go to... Nah, he wouldn't... With Kyrie there, James Harden. No? Don't they have beef, too? Oh yeah, I guess they do. No, I don't, that wouldn't work. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Jeez, call you know down. what? You know what could be interesting? What? Boston may be looking to move away from Kemba Walker. Has he only been there for a year or two? Two years, and it's, it hasn't proved to, proven to be effective. Well, I could have told you that five years ago. I mean, they make dumb. I mean, Danny Ainge. We gotta get into that too. By the way, five three seven four. Put Lillard in the East, and he's in the conference championship every year. He needs to be traded. Portland's not going to give that up, though. 
No. I mean, no. what do you? I mean, I mean, unless they get three first, two seconds, uh, and a heavy load of cash, and maybe, maybe a star player with it, they're not even sniffing at you. But at the same time, if you're Damian Lillard, you're begging them. You're saying, "Hey, look, I've done everything I can. You can't build a team around me." Obviously. No. Look, it, it's been what well, Portland has been a, a place, a franchise that is content to get to the playoffs. And that is where it ends. They are not a team, a franchise, at least they haven't been in a long time, that says, we want to do whatever it takes or make the, be smart enough to make the right moves to get us to a conference championship and go to the NBA championship, mm. the NBA finals. Like they, just, they just haven't. And they've got a great player in Damian Lillard, but they, they give him some decent pieces, but not great pieces. So either they've got to find a way to give away some of those, several of those pieces to go get a star, like a legit A-list star to play along Damien, or they got to find a way to send him somewhere where he's going to be happy. Three, four, two, six. I can see Dallas with Mark Cuban's money, but I don't want to see that. I don't, I don't know. I don't see Dallas. Dallas Luca and yeah. Dame, uh, they, they play the same position. Yeah, and well, and Chris Stapps there too. I just don't see it working. Well, Chris Stapps is kind of whining these days. Yeah, well, and, and, well, and Tim Hardaway Jr. is another guy who's up and coming right now on that team, and I just don't know if that quite fits where they're going. Um, I would say San Antonio, but I don't know. I don't know if Popovich is going to be there next season. I mean, he's got the Olympics coming up, but he might be exhausted after that. I just don't know if he's going to be around. To, to see next season, Utah just can't fit. A, they're about to hit the luxury uh, uh, the luxury tax. I mean, you got three guys or two guys who I think need to be resigned. Um, you need to find a way to keep everybody else, or at least keep them happy financially. It's going to be tough to even put the keep the roster they have right now together next year. Which, by the way, includes Mike Conley, who is going to be available. And I think as an unrestricted free agent, I think he's. I think this is his last year. So. Send Connolly and George Nyang. George Nyang and Clarkson, I think, is also on that list. But send them to Portland in exchange for Damian Lillard? Or does Damian Lillard and, can Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell coexist? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I think so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Donovan Mitchell is not a guy who's afraid to say, you know what, I'll be that guy. To I mean, if, you, if you're going to give up the ball to anyone, you're like, yeah, I'm going to let Dame shoot that. Are you kidding me? Uh, one five seven zero says Milwaukee would be a good fit for Dame. I'd actually agree with that. Milwaukee oh, yeah. would be a great fit. Middleton, Giannis, Giannis would appreciate that. <laughs> oh my goodness, absolutely. Nine nine four eight Lillard to the Chicago Bulls. Bulls actually, uh, I don't kind of an interesting team and what they did in the trade, uh, the break, getting some players from Portland. Um, they that's an interesting team that could be. On the hunt for making some improvements. They need to make some major improvements then. Because they're a long ways away. Five three seven four. They weren't that far out of making the playoffs. Sorry to text again. Don't be sorry, five three seven four. We love the texters. Yeah. Keep them coming. You don't have to be sorry. Texting as much. In fact, text in every letter of Eric's name. That will prove that we love <laughs> one by one. Yep, absolutely. Uh five three seven four says that uh, Damon Mitchell won't work. You'd ask a rising star to take a back seat, and that would be terrible for Utah. If you had a chance to play with Damien side-by-side, side, you would do it, right? There's no way you would say no to Damien and be like, I'm sorry, I don't want to play next to Damien. He shoots from... I don't know, you've been much. Batman. Are you going to just change your robes to be if Robin gonna instead? If it's going to help you win an NBA championship, 
You're going to say no to that? I'm just saying. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's happening. What did you done, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> Second hour of the full court press coming up here on 1069 FM 13. Big trade in the NFL. <laughs> We're excited. All of fame. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After weeks of speculation, the Falcons traded Julio Jones to the Titans yesterday. Julio is 32 and expensive, which is the only reason why he was available. Even though he's probably not at his peak, Jones could still be formidable in Tennessee. Defenses have to focus on Derrick Henry and that running game, which should give Jones and fellow wide receiver A.J. Brown plenty of room to work. Jones' production is unprecedented. He's the all-time leader in receiving yards per game. If things go well in Tennessee, he will quickly climb up the all-time yardage list. The only thing lacking on his resume is a Super Bowl. He came close. Falcons had their chance against the Patriots, but we all know what happened there. The Titans are a tough team to figure out. The team plays hard for its head coach, Mike Vrabel. Now, they should have an offense that could theoretically compete with anybody else other than the Chiefs in the AFC. Jones has a chance to add another successful chapter to a Hall of Fame career. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Does it belong in a museum? Well, get him something new for Father's Day. A Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. The best Father's Day gift is giving dad something that he won't give himself. Top shelf grooming products. Dollar Shave Club's got you and dad. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. We're talking college, right? Just yeah, college. Just college. Oh, I'm taking Alex Smith all day. Nope, Tim Tebow. Alex Smith would have done what Tim know, Tebow man. did at Florida. No, I want you to watch the Tim Tebow speech. Oh my, I'm not going to sit here and watch State. highlight videos well, of If Tim you're going to be wrong, Why did you, you watch highlight videos of Alex Smith then? I know what Alex well, Smith... I, I know what Tim Tebow was too. Tim I watched Tebow him. is one of the greatest college players. Players of all time. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Fox And here's what you need to know. Series tied at 2-2, game number five right now, Eastern Conference semifinals. Got the New York Islanders and the Boston Bruins. David Pasternak has scored his sixth goal of the postseason early on, too. 
Bruins leading the Islanders one to nothing. That's the only game that's going on right now on the ice. Winnipeg and Montreal in about 60 minutes from now. Major League Baseball seen just three games on the docket today. One of them has the Red Sox and the Marlins going at it from Fenway Park. Boston leading right now in the top of the fifth inning. 5-1 is the score. Cubbies and Padres later on tonight. NBA will get 30 minutes away from Milwaukee and Brooklyn taking center court. Nets up in that series. One game to love. You got Denver and Phoenix later on tonight. They'll open up their series in Phoenix with game number one. National Football League, Adam Schefter and a handful of other reporters are reporting today that Aaron Rodgers is not expected to report for the team's mandatory minicamp tomorrow. I'm David Gascon. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey! I'll do it. Never mind. You What's guys. up? No, forget it. Just <laughs> stop it, Eric. You know, I step away for a minute. And, you know, Eric. AJ's like, I'm running things now. Well, yeah. And then I show up today. I come into the studio and you're late. So then I'm like, well, here I am again. <laughs> picking up his crap and his glasses. I wish you would pick up my glasses. Oh, Look, there's some things. I mean, some of the most valuable items are beneath the ocean. And Eric's glasses are beneath Lake Powell. That's great. Like a treasure. Dude, I wish story. I would have been there to see your son flip that thing, though. Uh, oh, he felt so bad. He felt don't so feel bad. bad, kid. I'm like, dude, it's my fault for what I how I set it up. You made him feel bad. I bet uh, you probably made him cry. You were a fun sucker. <laughs> you sucked the fun out of rainbows. Full court press. Five one. <laughs> your kickoff time here on a June seventh. Welcome. That's impossible to suck fun out of rainbows. No, it is. You can. All right. Like, some people taste the rainbow. You suck the fun out of the rainbow. Double rainbows can do nothing but bring joy and happiness. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's Stop. going on here. Eric started it. I'm stopping Stop. it right, right now. Guys. Full court press. Welcome back, Eric. Good get to have you. Uh, Stop it. Get help. Get some help. <laughs> No, it's get help. No, it says get some help. No, uh, it doesn't I say stop it. Right. No. Get help. No, it doesn't. Stop it. Get some help. Oh, it is get some help. Get wow. some help. Get some help. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Hey, if, Thanks, uh, Mike. If you want to be a part of the show, 435-339-0321. 435-339-0321 to our Gil Mortgage text line. 9948. Billard to the Nuggets. Ooh. Do you just you give up Port- on Jamal Murray then? No, dude. Portland's not shipping the guy to the Nuggets in the Western Conference. That's just not happening. No. No. Uh, three, four, two, six. Portland hasn't been able to get it together since the days of Kurt Rambis and Clyde Drexler. Whatever Damian Lillard got to do, get out and do it. They'll never be any better. They're a sinking ship. Titanic. Yeah. I mean, they've had moments when they've they've been a uh, no, a, a playoff team. They've looked okay, but never gone deep. Not since Clyde Drexler. You're right. Terry Porter. Well, they had the Bryant Grant team that went to the Western Conference Finals and got hosed by the refs and the Lakers. And they I mean, they went seven games. They probably should have won that series, but 
David Stern had other agenda items. You'll never convince me that the refs were not a part of that series. Uh, There were some very shady calls in that series. I agree. But you're right. Since then, not since then, when was that? 2002. Early 2000s? Yeah. So for 20 years. And how long has Dame been in the league? 2009? Yeah, 2009. So. Yeah. Has Sorry. he ever been to a Western Conference Finals? No. He's made it to the semifinals. He's been in the second round. He's been he got drafted in 2012. Yeah, I just It's too bad. I, I This this is definitely uh, I think an, a make or break off season for Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers to stay together. The coaching decision that they make, I think Terry Stotts is a nice guy, but I've never thought of him as a great coach. Um, Damien was kind of advocating for Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd's like, look, that's going to be putting me in an awkward situation here, so I'm going to back out. I'm not even going to be in consideration, which I'm not exactly sure why he did that. Not sure that he necessarily would have been the best option anyway, but um, it what they do with who they name as their next head coach and other moves that they try to make this offseason to give Dame some help should signal to Damian Lillard if there is a long-term plan here. I mean, it, I mean, how many more years do you go without them making some serious moves to bring in other top talent to help you? Hey, sorry, and I'll get back to you, I promise. 6789 and 9463 are right. Blazers made the Western Conference Finals in 19. Forgot about that. Did they really? What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't here, so that's my excuse. What do you mean you weren't Gosh, here? Who was I wasn't in Western this Conference country. Finals that Remember they played the I Warriors? I was in the other hemisphere. They played the Warriors. Mm. Who did they beat on their, right, on their way to get there? Um, now you have to ask me. Let's see here. Well, they sent... Six seven eight nine says they sent home OKC and Paul George in the playoffs. Wait, wasn't that the who the Jazz play? Oh, the Jazz played the Rockets that year and lost in the first round, right? Nineteen. Yeah. Yes. So in nineteen, here's what it looked like in the Western Conference: Golden State beat Houston, Portland beat Denver. Oh, sorry. In the first round, Houston beat Utah, Golden State beat the Clippers, Denver beat San Antonio. And then the next, and Portland beat Oklahoma City Thunder. Then the Blazers beat the Nuggets. Warriors beat the Rockets. And then the next round, the Warriors beat the uh, Blazers in four. Mm. That, was, that, was, that wasn't with Kevin Durant, though, right? That was without Kevin Durant. Yeah. Dude, they beat him in four. They beat him 116-94, 114-111, 110-99, 119-117. <laughs> so disposed of him pretty easily. Uh, do, do, do. Let's see. Nine one seven six text in. Six out of seven experts on CBS are picking the Clippers to win the series. Eric, six out of seven. Disgusting. Well, well, look. But is it? Five, it is disgusting. But is it right? Five thirty eight was predicting that the Clippers had an easier path and a better path to the championship than uh, than Utah did. Five thirty eight dot com was also predicting. Now this is before the playoffs began. Uh, I haven't looked at it today because I've kind of been out of it. 
but and getting trying to get caught up. We, we know you went to Lake Powell and got to hang out for a week. We got it. All right. Mad Congratulations. Flex, Eric. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Not everyone gets to go down to Lake Powell. It, it, it really was pretty cool. It was fun. <laughs> hey, you guys. But 538, now it's, you know, they use a lot of statistical analysis. They were predicting the, this, the, the Clippers had a easier path, uh, a higher percentage of making it that far. But now the landscape has changed dramatically with the, the Lakers out. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I'd be interested to see what that is. But the, the, the Clippers are a dangerous team. They play defense. They've got shooters. They've got depth. But I think I also just described Utah Jazz. They've got shooters. They've got depth. They play defense. I think this is going to be a great series. It could go seven. I think the Jazz still get it in six. But it very easily could go seven. Uh <laughs> Okay, uh, so here's what we want you to do. All of you texted your predictions for the Clippers Jazz series, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Text in your. It's a seven game series, of course. Uh, first two games were in Utah, a capacity crowd. Uh, yet tickets are being sold for like sixty five bucks on the UtahNBA.com website. Um, but uh, game time is at eight o'clock for one and two. That'll be on ESPN and. It would be on TNT and then ESPN. ESPN. And then ABC for Game 3 with the Clippers. It's an every other day series. And then back to ESPN, then TNT again if needed. Uh, you just said Jazz. You think Jazz in six. Yes. Cody, what is your prediction for the Utah Jazz, LA Clippers? And then our texters as well, 435-339-0321. It's, it's, I, I genuinely believe that it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be... Uh, the Clippers, the Clippers in seven. I just don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Jazz in six. Are you? Wow. Because I just don't think that the Clippers are going to show up. They're going to go through one of their waves again. You don't think they're going to show up nope. in the Western Conference semifinals? No, nope, I really, no. The Clippers? No, I don't. I don't think so. 9948, Rudy will be the deciding factor. Jazz in six, five, eight, six, zero. I always wondered what you guys did when not on the air, AJ. Glad I got to meet the local celeb. Oh, five, yeah. 5860. Uh, I had a chance to uh, meet today in Bear Lake. It was funny. He he walked over to me, uh-huh. and he goes, hey, what's your name? And I said, it's AJ. Because people can't pronounce my name right, so I have to say it like three or four times. So like, yeah, it's AJ. And he goes, you sound like AJ. You're just trying to hide. Trying to hide your celebrity oh, status. I, I, you know, I am a celebrity. He was super nice, though. Family was super wonderful people. It was so, so cool to meet one of our listeners. And a, a big thanks to 5860 for taking the time to say hi to me. Greatly appreciate them. That, that was very, very, very kind of you. And uh, it was an honor to meet you and your wonderful family. Hope to get to see you guys again, please. Uh, he says, so sad about my Mavericks losing in six, or is my Mavericks losing in the series, but the Jazz in six, though, for sure. You heard it here first. 6789 says Jazz and Six, Quinn versus Tyrone Lue. Ooh. And that's actually a good point. Quinn Snyder is going to outcoach in every single way Tyrone Lue. Tyrone Lue doesn't have a shot. If they win this series, it's because of Kawhi and PG and the players. Okay. I I think that Quinn Snyder is a better head coach, but Ty Lue is undefeated in game sevens. Oh, he has not I, lost no, a game seven. No, LeBron James helped him win a couple of game sevens. Let's let's not get <laughs> no, don't do that. 
Uh, he's uh, and then he continues. Plus, something about Paul George makes the Jazz get up, especially Joe Ingles. Yes, dude, Joe Ingles is probably yes. salivating for that. Like, finally, I get to see my best friend PG. Hey, PG, pandemic what you, P, what you going on, man? Uh, six eight nine one says Jazz in five. The Jazz didn't go seven games in the first round. The Jazz in five. Wow. Okay. By the way, just quick pause. Yeah. Quick aside here. We talked about 538. They do a lot of statistical analysis. Absolutely. Love it. So I just looked it up. Okay. Chance of winning the NBA finals. Yes. The Nets are number one at 23%. Suns got to be second. The Suns are fourth at 10%. Someone's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the semifinal series happening beginning tomorrow night between the Utah Jazz and the LA Clippers. Okay. They are number two and number three. Jazz at number two at 22%. Clippers at wow. number three at 19%. That's bonkers. Almost makes you want to put your hopes up again. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Uh, 5788 text into the show. Says, Jazz in six unless we have multiple games of good shooting. Then Jazz in five. Jazz defense will dominate this series. Uh, three four two six. Jazz in six if Conley is healthy. If he isn't, then Jazz in seven. Are you guys being, and, and I mean this in a respectful way, are you being optimist or realist because you just are Jazz fans? Am I optimistic about the Jazz? Yes. Am I realist about the Clippers? Yes. I think that explains me a little bit. I, it explains me as well. But the Clippers, guys, this the is Clippers the- do not get out of the second round. They're, they're, they're really not a very one rel well-run franchise. Okay, but that has nothing to they do with what they do on the court, man. No, it has everything. It has to do everything to do with, to do with it. Yes, it does. It does not. What 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 the general manager is doing up or what Steve Paul Palmer's George doing. has a history of collapsing in the playoffs. That's true, but Kawhi Leonard does not. Kawhi Leonard, except he does. He does not. Kawhi Leonard did. Toronto won what? an NBA championship. How can you, how can you not call a three-one collapse? Too. Um, oh, like, so do you want to ask the same question about the Kawhi Utah Leonard? Jazz? Is where I already have come to terms about, about the Utah Jazz. Jazz. Kawhi Leonard has not been the same since that run with the Raptors. He hasn't been as dominant since that that run. What the heck are you talking about? He wasn't that great. In the bubble, he wasn't great last year. Well, not a he lot hasn't of been dominant this year. The bubble, man. He's picking and choosing Kawhi's his games. Not been dominant this year. Look, he had a great game six. I'm not taking that away from him. But here's a guy that takes games off for his body. Is he going to take games off in the postseason? No. Oh come on, Eric. You know this answer. Don't. Just be, no, he's just Eric. not. Look, he's not as dominant. He's not a force like he used to be. Look at all the statistical data this year. Kawhi Leonard is far down the list of his impact on the game. He's not quite this. Look, he's still a great player. Don't get me wrong. But he's not like this guy that we should all just get on our knees and bow down to. 5338, Joe Ingles will be all over Paul George like a kangaroo on a koala. I have no idea what that is, but mixed breeding should be illegal. Uh, 3426. Uh, says, this is LA's second string team. Just ask LeBron James. Colin Coward. <laughs> 6891. Yes, I'm being real. I think the Clippers are going to be wore out. Uh, 6789. Kawhi benefited by two great cultures with good leaders on the team. Right. That's a big difference. When he was in Toronto, Kyle Lowry was the great vocal leader. There was a good 
coach. Uh, they had a good culture there that was brewing, that was growing. He was just a missing piece. In L.A., they don't they didn't have that already established good vocal leader because they brought in Kawhi Leonard with no personality. Paul George doesn't have a ton of personality. They just didn't have that good vocal leader who was already established who could center the team. That was their problem last year. I don't know that they've, they've made some changes, but I don't know that they've really solved that. Uh, 5788 says Clippers couldn't win a home against Dallas until game seven. Can't see them taking games in Utah. 6789. He wants to just keep his head down. He can't for LA uh, Clippers like he could in Toronto and San Antonio. This guy is not LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron James, love him or hate him. There's a lot of things oh that gosh. can yeah. send you, you both can, ways. Yeah, definitely. But he's very vocal, uh, he doesn't mind the smoke. Uh, doesn't mind having all the attention on him and kind of relishes that. Kawhi Leonard does not. He wants to just go out and play basketball. He wants other people to take all the interview questions. They want to take all the focus. He just wants to go out and, and play basketball, and he's very good at that. But when you're starting to ask him to also be the vocal leader on the court and to be the one that's always going to talk to the media, he, he, he's uncomfortable. It's Wait, not his strength. What are you talking about? He did that in Toronto. He did that with San Antonio. He he was a I mean now he's the vocal leader on the court. No, Kawhi, no. Kyle Lowry was that guy in Toronto. Yeah, I guess he. I mean, there were other guys in San Antonio who were doing that as well. Okay, but here's the thing: is is Patrick Beverly can be the vocal leader for you. All you have to do is go out and play. Paul George will be a vocal leader for you. All you have to do is go out and play. That's all they're asking him to do right now. The vocal leadership leave to Pat. Paul Bev. George, and he's admitted this. Paul George is like, look, I deserve different treatment. Me and Kawhi, we deserve to be treated differently than everybody else. How does that go with team chemistry? It doesn't. That it, was a big problem a year ago. When you're in the playoffs, you throw all that crap out the window and you go try and win a ring, and then you can take care of that in the offseason. Look, I'm just simply telling you that this team, like this Clippers team, scares the absolute crap out of me. And Kawhi Leonard is going to be the best player on the floor at all times. Look, of, of the four teams in the West that have, you look at their teams, who they are, what they have, thinking which te- which of those four teams is the most likely to be a, an NBA Finals team, I think a lot of people would default to say the LA Clippers. And I understand why they would say that. I do. That's That's me being a realist about the LA Clippers. But I'm also trying to be a realist and optimist about the Utah Jazz yeah. because of what I've seen them do. Okay, but you saw because them do they it don't get the Memphis. same attention as the Clippers do. Yeah, but you're doing it. You're you're trying to look at that through the series versus Memphis, and Dallas is a better team than Memphis. No, I'm doing that on what I've observed from the season as a whole. Uh, the body of work that the Utah Jazz have put together this season, their depth, their defense, their shooting. Their coaching give them that edge over the Clippers. Okay, let's. I want to play a game with both of you really quickly. Okay. Uh, and speaking of giving the edge, and this is what I want to ask you. So, offensive, offensively, who do you give the edge to? Clippers or Jazz? Utah. Whew. It's closer than it was with Memphis. Okay. Yes. Utah has yes. more firepower, has more talent, more offense okay. than the Clippers do. I'll say Utah. Defensively. 
depends on which team shows up. I see. We can't play that yeah. game though. It's got to be straight up. I'm I'm saying the Clippers defensively. Defensively, Utah's been the better defensive team all year than the Clippers have been. Yeah, but yeah, but when we saw Clippers in Game Three when they were healthy and they played the Jazz, Clippers torched them and got whatever they wanted all day long. That's I mean, Clippers got whatever they wanted. What in Game Three? Uh, yeah, that was the third game of the regular season, the final game of the regular season when they played that. The two- game that they won by two points. What Paul? The Clippers. The, the Clippers won that third game by what? Two points, four points. Excuse me. Four points. But they were up by like fifteen for most of the game. Like when they put that their... one game that they won no. in Los Angeles by four points when they torched the Jazz. Yeah, they beat. I'm having a hard got... time understanding because your logic. they played the Jazz. Okay, that like earlier in that week, right? And they sat Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and a couple other guys. Jazz whipped them. Right. Played the like three days. Killed later. them by like twenty points. Okay, played three days later with George Kawhi and all those guys now playing, and the Clippers had like a fourteen point lead at one point. I mean, they were they were cruising, and but then there and are then, leads, there are runs for both teams. Like if there's a fourteen point lead by some team at some point of the game, that happens all the time to lots of different teams. I, just because you get a a little bit of a lead on somebody doesn't mean oh look you torched them that game. The end result is the end result. Exactly, and it was a loss by four. To so don't team, tell me that they torched the so Jazz. So you beat a team by twenty, but then you turn around and lose to that team by four with all their healthy players back. I, I again, I, I just think okay, let's get back to the subject. Defensively, Clippers are better than the Jazz. Coaching wise, I still give the nod to Snyder by a long ways. Uh, home court advantage, I give to the Jazz. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Nine one seven six. Who is the Clipper? Uh, who is the one Clipper that the Jazz fans haven't heard of, but will grow to hate? Something like Dylan Brooks, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson was my yeah, absolutely, dude. He he was already annoying me in that Dallas series so much. I, I think really he is the biggest difference between what they are this year compared to what they were a year ago. Meaning what? They didn't have a really good floor general. They didn't have a good point guard. They didn't have somebody who could kind of direct traffic. Reggie Jackson's been that guy. Why he hasn't been a starter before the playoffs, I don't know why. All right, so I've been debating about it. I've been listening to you guys, and I wanted to make sure I was good with my opinion and my thought on this. This is going to be a heck of a series. I think this will be a fire star power kind of a series. You're going you're gonna to get a lot of you know physicality. There's going to be a lot of chirping. There's going to be some technicals. I, this is... Classic playoff NBA basketball you're going to get. But defensively, the Clippers scare me to death. And then offensively, they I think Rudy Gobert's going to get exposed. Um, I'm, I'm worried about our bench coming up and actually being existence uh, versus their bench. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's been really good. I like the Clippers in six. Ah, oh, there it is. The worst. Jazz fans should celebrate. I guarantee you. There's a siren. The Clippers win this series. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say Clippers in six. It could be Clippers in seven. And I'm disgusted with myself. I feel like I just I committed adultery or something. I mean, I feel so gross right now. I need to go have a shower. I, I feel <laughs> you gross should. for you. You should. I, I am but disgusted. Guys, but again, and I, but I, just, I love the optimism from our listeners. I love the hope and optimism from you. 
but uh, but but Cody and Eric, I don't feel like I'm getting enough realism from you. I, I feel like it's just all, hey, we are Utah Jazz fans and we're gonna beat the Clippers. Well, I'm the most adrenaline rush. I am as cynical as a Jazz fan as they come, but I don't think that we lose this series. I think that there's a very good reason why we should win, and we have a very good case for winning. Three, four, two, six. Cody off with his headset. <laughs> Okay, you're not okay. I like that. Okay, Okay, so game one goes to who? At Utah. Utah. Yeah. Game two? I'm with you, by the way. I think it's 1 0 Utah. I think Utah gets both games. Wow. Really? Yeah. I think Clippers end up winning game two. We split at home. We go to LA for two games. What do you got? Uh, I have Jazz. (laughs) This is going to be hot. Uh, I have Jazz winning the first two at home and splitting with the Clippers. So they're at 3-1 in your area. Yeah. Uh, I think Clips get game three. Okay. Um, so it's 2-1. I think the Jazz steal one. I think they steal game four. So it's 2-2, two, two, right, for you? No, it's 3-1. Three, 3-1 one. Three, one for you. I have the Clippers winning both in L.A. So it's, what, 3-1 in in, in, for the Clippers for me. You're 3-1 for the Clippers right there? Yep. And then you have what? So I'm 3-1 in favor of the Jazz. We're coming back to Utah. They Clipper, finish it Clippers there. will win oh. the next one. It will go 3-2, and the Jazz will close out. So in six, okay. Yeah, I actually have the same thought. Yeah, so I have, the, I have the Jazz winning game five, and then game six going to the Clippers. God, I hate you, AJ. You're the worst. You know, honestly, no, I, I just I, can't. I'm just stand trying you. to help you guys. No. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> you stink. I just no. Again, you guys. I'm done with. It. I don't think you understand the power. The, no. Of don't stand up for this the either. Claw power. <laughs> don't stand. No. No. The claw power. This. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Whatever. Three, four, two, six. Your help was not wanted. Take down the help wanted sign. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Let's go to break. Coming back, we got pick six results here on the fan. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. We all know moms rule the world, but dads are important too. Do something special for dad this Father's Day. Pick him out a watch to fit his personality from Jerex. We feature watches by Citizen, Bolova, unique wood watches by Tree Hut, and our own one-of-a-kind custom brand Jerex Fine Jewelry timepieces. Or maybe your dad would like a tie bar, chain, bracelet, or how about a special ring with your name engraved on the inside? Let dad know how special he is. Jerex Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarrett's. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Everybody now! Yeah. You gotta be a realist, and you're not like a realist person doesn't play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game. I'm just saying, if Donovan Mitchell plays game one, the Jazz sweep the Grizzlies. 5338 Jazz haters smell like weed. Sign Z Dog. 
Dude, he got his Twitter account suspended. I can't find him on Twitter anymore. What? Yeah, it got suspended. I can't find it on Twitter anymore. It's a bummer. Hey, hey, hey. Might have been the... <laughs> have you, have you, you're a subscriber, to his, you're a subscriber more, to his YouTube channel. Have you seen more, his, have videos you seen of him his, kissing his arm? No, dude. Have you seen the other videos? Oh, you're a subscriber to it. Have you seen no, his, I'm not a you subscriber need a to Z-Dog. <laughs> yes, you, you said you were. You are too. Don't don't jump off the wagon now just because he had a little bit of a hiccup. Stick with it. Z Dog fan for life. Come back. Okay, here is my prediction. If the Jazz beat okay, so you guys think the Jazz are gonna beat the Clippers. If they beat the Clippers, they're going to the NBA finals. They're I going, agree. That and, and do you know what? That'll I, be their toughest challenge yeah, until they reach the NBA finals. I think they smoked the Phoenix Suns in five or Denver in five. Denver or Phoenix doesn't have a legitimate shot versus the Jazz at all. I don't care if they beat them in the series, in this regular season series. They aren't beating them in the playoffs. Quinn Snyder and the Jazz are going to smoke Denver or Phoenix if the Jazz were to get there. Now, Brooklyn's a different monster. Brooklyn is a three-headed monster that is just mean and aggressive. and blah, blah, blah. My other concern is, for the Clippers and Six is what does the NBA want? <laughs> you laugh, Cody. I, I laugh because I know it's true. That's why I'm yeah. laughing. The NBA needs the Clippers in the finals. They need the Clippers in the Nets. Ratings-wise, no. will explode. I hate them. I know. I I'm hate, with you. I hate them. But the refs were, are going to screw the Jazz over. Stop it, they are. Stop. Just listen to me. It's no, realism time. It's a different era. Therapy. It's not a different era, man. Sterling does. He doesn't do the same stuff that uh, his predecessor did. Denver, I, your ratings got killed last year. Your ratings were not great in the bubble. You need TV revenue to skyrocket. This is what they need. They need the Nets and the Clippers. You know, I, I blame Sorry, you. Not Sterling Silver. I blame you and AJ. Yeah, for when you said that, that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Don Sterling's still back? I, I blame you and AJ for holding that funeral and breathing life into the Clippers after we did that eulogy. Yeah, we did that eulogy of yeah. uh, the LA Clippers and how they were buried. Yep, and how it was over. No hope. I spoke it into existence. I hate you. Shame on you. It's, AJ's, it's AJ's fault, too. Both yeah. of your- blame AJ more because AJ came up with the idea and I just went along with it because oh. I thought it'd be the cool thing to wow. do. That's what cool kids do. It's kind of hard to throw him under the bus there for a second. Cool kids just follow the crowd. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. AJ was doing it. I'll do it too. All right. So Clippers, Jazz, tomorrow, 8 o'clock on ESPN or TNT? TNT. TNT. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. 9463. I just drove past the radio ranch, and I swear I could smell the blasphemy coming from AJ's hot takes. Guys. Again, listen, I'm on your side. I'm a Jazz fan. I love the Jazz. I breathe the Jazz. Okay? But I, every turn, you're negative on the okay? Jazz. But I'm not you gonna, have no I, hope for the Jazz. I'm not going to bash on the Rockets because I like them too. But I love the Utah Jazz. <laughs> and again, if the Jazz beat the Clippers, they're going to the finals and they're going to beat the Suns or the Nuggets in five games. But Clippers in six. Such a what? A realist? I can't, I can't handle you right now. Such a what, Cody? I can't, I can't. Such a what? Whatever. 
I'm I, mad I just can't. Because I'm not mad. You're mad because mad. I I just think Clippers. it's funny. <laughs> you think it's funny? <laughs> I just think it's funny how you're always negative on the Jazz but claim to be a Jazz fan. I have. How many times did the Jazz broke your heart, Cody? Huh? I was born on Jazz, like year of the Jazz tears. Is that all it is? You're trying to put this hard shell around your heart because you don't want it to be broken. Okay. You're just trying to protect your, yeah. your soft emotions. I've had my heart broken. You're vulnerable. I've had my heart broken by Stockton and Malone. I've had my heart broken by Darren Williams and Booze the Cruz. I've had my heart broken by Donovan Mitchell in a 3-1 series lead versus the Nuggets. You can't blame me for as long as I've been a Jazz fan that I'm not yet pessimistic that we're going up against the vaunted Clippers. We might have won that series three games to one. So let's not get excited about them. We're without their all stars. Let's guys. not get excited about them only or until they win an NBA championship. When they win an NBA championship, Eric, let me ask you. You're a lifelong Cubs fan. By the way, congrats to your Cubs' best record in the league. I don't know what the crap happened. Steroids is an amazing drug, maybe. Okay. Yes. Playing well. Okay, Eric. Nice golf clap. When the Cubs would get to the NLCS, I don't know, let's just pick a random year, 2003. And <laughs> did they make it to the NLCS in 2003? I don't know. I, I just remember Steve Bartman being there. <laughs> okay. And and were you like, oh, yeah, we're going to win the, We're going to win this series. We're going to win the World Series. As a Cubs fan, honest, diehard Cubs fan, NLCS, Game 6, I mean, come on. Did you really think they were going to win it? Yeah, it still held out hope. There's a curse. God bless our, you. There's a curse on our fandom, Ajay. And if the Jazz win the finals, then maybe the Aggies will never choke again or something. I don't know. Hey, 9995 brings up a great point. You don't have to be overly optimistic on the Jazz to be a fan. Yeah. I don't have to go out there and walk in a meadow of daisies and flowers and Beautiful cut green grass. I'm a jazz say, fan, hey. but Memphis in five. I didn't say Memphis in five. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I did not. Pretty sure I, you did. I said jazz in five. I said the jazz would lose one of those games. I didn't think it'd be game one. What other I've year would we not have a better chance than right now? I don't know. 97, 98 when we didn't win the go to you know win the finals. How about 2007 or I mean me. Oh wait, when we had Corver, we had a prime booze, prime Darren, and we still lost to the Lakers in the second round. Andre do you want Kalenko? me to keep going? No, do you want me to keep going? Because I will. I'm we've not- had so many years as a lifelong jazz fan, Eric, you can attest because you've been there too, where we've had great teams. And under exceeded those expectations. Yes, it's the life of being a jazz fan. Okay, so when I so why can't you have hope, AJ? Why can't you have hope? Because I'm being a realist. No, no. Because I'm telling you that you are that just because I've been through everything, I don't have to have the hope still. I can say, well, you know what? It was a great run. We had a great season. It ends here in six. We don't be fans, just like we don't be players to be okay with just the playoffs. What? We're not okay as fans just to make it to the playoffs. Just the way that you don't hope that your team loses to the Clippers or something like that. Like, you can be, you know, objective, like, in the way that you speak about the Jazz, but you've got to be a fan, Audrey. I like, still like, am a fan. Who's right, I'm not a fan? So let me, let me, uh, let's roll this back for just a second. Okay, so first of all, the Jazz in this second round. Yeah. What are their, what are their weaknesses? Why, what will be their sticking points? That will, could slow them down. 
Uh, Perimeter Kawhi, defense and isolation. No, I'm not talking about the Clippers. What are the Jazz weaknesses <laughs> that will slow them down and provide sticking points that may prevent them from advancing? Can't stop one guy, and you got a big man who can't guard the perimeter. Offensively, you've got your bench can't score except for one guy. Nobody in the NBA has a guy like that coming off their bench. It's going to put twenty five on you every night. Twenty five shots or twenty five points. I'm being dead. Doesn't serious. matter. Yeah, it does, dude. Twenty five points 25... off the bench from one guy is a big. It's a huge lift. But when you shoot twenty five shots to get there, that's an issue. It's not a good thing. It's an issue. It doesn't matter what lineup the Jazz have on the court. They're going to have a shot maker. And Donovan going ISO ball. Has he been going ISO ball? He has a ten. Yeah, and he's had some dumb moments too. And how did that work out for them in the first round? Well, because John Moran when got it was tired, necessary, it, it worked out just fine. Okay, but what? Okay, Rudy Gobert again. Defensive, probably going to be the defensive player of the year. That's wonderful for regular season. We're talking about a talented Clippers team for seven games. How well did he do against the Memphis Grizzlies? Memphis is not the Clippers. They attacked the rim. They had a good big man. They, How did he, he do? He wasn't in the he wasn't on the perimeter like the Clippers will. The Clippers will. Valanciunas could go out and hit a three consistently. Yes. No. He could. No, consistently. Not like Morris. Luke Kennard scares me. I mean, I guess Luke 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 Kennard. Luke Kennard scare scares you. With against Gobert, he does. Gobert's not going to guard Luke Kennard. You have on this, a switch. You live in will. this weird world like, you where Rudy think, Gobert is the only guy on the court hey, against all you know the Clippers, you and he has to guard Lue. every position. You talked about all Tyrone the time. Lue being a good strategist. Tyrone is going to get switches on Gobert, and 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 they're going to get Gobert in foul trouble. Gobert will be in foul trouble. Look, so I will agree with you there that that is a that could be a real challenge for the Jazz if Gobert is in foul trouble. Can. Derek Favors give you good, solid minutes while he's on the bench. When we saw in Game One, when the Jazz did in uh, against Memphis, uh, Rudy did get into into some foul trouble, and the Jazz struggled late when he wasn't available late in the game. So he's going to make a big difference. How how long can Rudy Gobert stay on the court? Can Derek Favors give him solid minutes to give him a good rest? Or and or to stay out of foul trouble. Five three seven four. Audrey, you're digging yourself an odd hole. I'm again. I'm just trying to keep myself realistic and not. Here's my problem: is I get my hopes up way too much. When we were up three one, I couldn't tell on the Nuggets last year. You guys, I was so giddy and so happy. I guaranteed the Jazz were going to win in five. They lost in seven. When my Braves. We're up three games to one on the Dodgers. I was so giddy and so happy. I guaranteed the Braves would win in six. They lost in seven. Guys, I've had my heart broken, crushed, shattered to pieces. <laughs> and now here we are again. And I've You're learned, forming this crusty, hard, protective crusty? shell okay. around your sensitive little heart. Probably shouldn't say you crusty. Don't get I don't hurt think again. that's a really... I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had my heart broken. I've had my heart shattered. I've had to speak unspeakable things about the Utah Jazz because they, the way they let me down. Uh, five, seven, six, three. Audrey, how about you take a realistic stance with the Clippers? Have you seen their postseason resume? Yeah, yeah, Audrey. Okay, let's you be realistic about the Clippers. Out of it. 
You know what? How about, how about Kawhi and Paul George just not showing up, like, for certain games, like, at all? Don't you think that'll play into, like, any any of these games? When are they not showing up? Dude, don't even. No, I'm... No, I'm don't I'm, even. When are they not showing up? I'm sorry. How about the first two games against Dallas? How about those ones? Nine four six three. Audrey, I think you're being smart on this one. I just think the listeners just have muscle memory to disagree with you one billion percent of the time. Cody, hello. How are you doing? I usually agree with you, but I I can't see where you're coming from. I'm sorry. All right, we gotta take a break. Coming back, we got some Mike Conley <laughs> entry update news. And Wait, then, before we do that. Oh no. That text. Oh no. From bicycle shorts. Oh, uh geez. how can he be a Utah State fan if it's all about his heart getting broken? That's what I'm saying. Dude, bike shorts? How come bike shorts never text me on our show? He texted AJ last week, too. Come on. Where's the love? All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, Mike Conley injury update news coming back. Uh, is it a gamesmanship move? And then they have just announced the coach of the year for 2021 in the NBA. We'll get to Ooh. that here on the Full Court Press. Big trade in the NFL, too. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Aaron has 17 fourth quarter wins. Oh, Colin, that's because they don't trail much. Neither does Russell Wilson, and he's got 35% more than Aaron. Joe Flacco has more than Aaron. Andy Dalton has more than Aaron. Aaron is not a foxhole guy. He sours very quickly. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. It's the Utah Jazz Fan Show. Minus one. <laughs> Eric Franson, Cody Olson, Amaje Salveson, 1069 The Fan. Thanks for joining us. However, wherever you're doing so, got some Utah Jazz news to share with you. Mike Conley is wisted as... Qu- wisted? He's wisted? Stop it. That's really, Shut it. really bad. Uh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Uh, Mike Conley is listed as questionable for game one tomorrow, which I would assume when he's almost every time he's been listed as questionable, he's played. So wait, help me out. Did he miss some of the series against Memphis? Uh, did he miss? He went out like in almost the first quarter, like midway through the first quarter against Memphis game five. Game five, yeah. Yeah. But then came back and no, yeah. He no, played. he sat out the entire game. No, he came back right for the next game though. In the, in the closeout game, he didn't play, but like a couple minutes in the first quarter. 
we had this conversation not like an Dude, hour ago. I, I'm <laughs> sorry, man. It has been a weird, weird week. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Mike Conley is listed as questionable. I would assume he did he's participate in some some drills today yep. with the team. In, in morning shoot around today, he did participate. He went through some stuff, and he'll do the same thing tomorrow as well for shoot around. Uh, don't know if he'll be available for press tomorrow, as but uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at on schedule with him. Uh, and then the NBA's uh, 2021 Coach of the Year is Tom Thibodeau. Uh, he had a total of 350 points. Monty Williams was second with 341. And a very, very, very distant third was Quinn Snyder at 161. What's interesting is looking at the tally here, and Monty Williams actually got more first-place votes. Yeah. Uh, Monty Williams also... um, But, well, let's see. He got two more first-place votes than Tom Thibodeau did, but Thibodeau got 10 more second-place votes, and I think that's what really made the difference there, the way that those... the points system works. So um, Tom Thibodeau wins 351 to 340 over Monty Williams. Quinn Snyder, as you said, a distant third at 161. Uh, Quinn Snyder got 10, only 10 first place votes. So went 45, 43, and 10. Um, Quinn did get the highest number of third place votes, but that doesn't really matter. <laughs> so uh, but Doc Rivers got two for. Two first place votes, which is interesting. Uh, he also got two second place votes, eight third place votes. Nate McMillan at Atlanta got 12 third place votes. Steve Nash got a second place vote. So I'm a little surprised, um, not necessarily that, that Tom Thibodeau won, but I am surprised by the distance between Number two and number three, that Quinn Snyder was such a distant third. Yeah, well, by compared the way, to Monty Williams. Can I ask who's the little moldy corn dog who gave Steve Nash a vote? Hey, it takes a lot to keep those guys. Like, was that Dave McMenamin, the freaking LA Lakers beat writer who is like, you know, makes peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for LeBron every day? How the fetch did like Steve Nash get a vote? That's unreal. one of the best. No, Eric. Records in the Eastern Conference. Wow, I wonder why. Maybe it's because they had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving on the same basketball team. Who only played nine games together. It doesn't mean you only need one of those guys on the court. It only takes one of those guys to go win. All right. So Mike Conley's questionable. Tom Thibodeau's your coach of the year. Like Defensive player of the year is Rudy, right? There, there should be no question here. Uh, that shouldn't there be a close There should vote. be no question. If Ben Simmons wins wins this award, it needs to be deleted from NBA history. He won't. The only question for me is, what will be the margin be? Yeah. What well, what will be the margin be? That's awesome English grammar. Hey, you're starting. The only question is, just say what will that Indian, margin look like between Rudy Gobert and everybody else? It shouldn't be close. Uh. So anyway, uh, we were talking earlier in the show about these other postseason awards being handed out. Well, there you go. Coach of the Year, Tom Thibodeau. And you know what? I get it. Um, what he was able to do with that New York team, Thibodeau's known as a good coach, but that at some point he rubs his team the wrong, wrong way, way and they fall apart. Um, so I don't know if it's just going to take a little bit longer for that to happen in New York or if he's turned over a new leaf. Uh, I don't know, but... He 
help Julius Randle evolve into a much better player, a, a more impact player. Julius Randle got the most improved player. Uh, that was a good team. They got bounced out of the first round of the playoffs, but that was one of the exciting storylines of the NBA this year is the reemergence of the New York Knicks, who have been such a bad team for so long, uh, and then they just they turned around and had a great season. Monty Williams, I understand too. That was a team that wasn't in the playoffs a year ago, and then bang, they're right there competing for the it's, best record in the, the entire Monty, NBA. Though. It's Chris Paul. It's not Monty. Chris Paul deserves a lot of that credit, but not all of the credit. You got it. I mean, dude, come on. It was the same team last year without Chris Paul, and they and they went 8-0 in the bubble. Chris Paul goes there, and they finished second in the league. Well, look, because of what we saw in the bubble, we saw this was a team that was evolving that we knew was going to be a good team. We didn't see, expect it to be as good a team. Last bit of NBA news is coming from the Philadelphia 76ers, courtesy of Shams. 76ers president Daryl Morey and the franchise have each been fined $75,000 for violating the league's anti-tampering rule. Uh, the fine is in response to a social media post made by Morey on June 3rd regarding the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry. Man, Daryl Morey, he creates controversy and trouble wherever he goes. <laughs> now he's in Philadelphia, and he's like, Hey, Steph, what you doing, man? Team lost. My team's still in it. Why don't you come to Philadelphia? I don't think that's what he said. I don't but. think that's what he said. Okay. But no, I don't know really? what he said. Okay. I don't I'm know what sorry. Yeah. You were in Lake Powell looking for your glasses in the Loch Ness Monster. So how would you know? I couldn't see what he said. <laughs> Checks out. He's okay. got a pass. Taking a break. Pass. Coming back. Pick six results coming up here on the Full Court Press. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We think it's time for a little fun. This year, we want to celebrate Father's Day with a special contest just for the dads. Bring in your ugliest tie to Daryl's for the chance to win a DJI Mini 2 drone. Stop in, leave that ugly tie, and you might win. Ties will be accepted from June 1st to June 12th. Voting on the ugliest tie will begin online June 13th to 19th. We'll announce the winner on Father's Day, June 20th. Happy Father's Day and good luck. Daryl's Appliance, West on Airport Road. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I think that they should do weight divisions, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. If you had weight divisions, and let's say those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody, probably in the world, faster than DK Metcalf at that at that size. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at efranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. All right, so I don't know what was on the line. I don't know what the lines were. I just get to sit back and enjoy to see who who gets has to pay up for pick six this, this Speaking week. Speaking of which, you owe Cody from two weeks ago because you lost. We lost. Cody won. I, by I figured one. since I was out of cell phone coverage, that you know the results wouldn't matter. Stop the count for me from two Stop. weeks ago. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> I guess not. I was in Lake Powell. Stop the count. I lost my glasses. I can't see. Stop the count. Have pity on a blind man. I lost by two. You lost by one to Cody. Ah, all right. Yep. So this week. So what was it this back. week? 
This week, um, you want me to go through in- each Absolutely. individual line? Yep. Okay, the first one we had was uh, Colorado versus Vegas for game one. Uh, this is Colorado giving a point, and the only one that won that was uh, AJ, who took the under because Vegas won. Crap. Uh, Brooklyn total points versus Milwaukee game one, over-under set at 18 and a half. Um, they got one, oh, sorry, 118 and a half. They got 115. Everyone got that one. Everyone took the under. Luka Doncic, game six points set at 33 and a half, got 29. I'm the only one that got that one. I'm at two. AJ's at two. AJ, you're at one. Uh, Winnipeg, game three penalty box minutes. Line set at five and a half. There was 27. Oh! Uh, everybody got wow. that one. Yeah, that was a good one. More points in game one, KD or Giannis. Um, Wait, what's the score right now? Uh, going into that one, AJ, you have two. Uh, AJ has three, and I have three. More points in game one, KD or Giannis. Um, Giannis had 34, KD had 29. AJ, you were wrong. I was wrong. AJ was right. Is AJ going to freaking win? Luca triple dub in game seven, in game six. Game six. Um, No. He was uh, two rebounds off, I believe. So overrated. Everyone got it. Everyone got that one. Clippers versus Mavs. Who's going to uh, win it in the end? AJ, you were the only one that got it with the Clippers. Me and AJ took Dallas. So where are we at? Um, right now, let's see here. You're at four, AJ. Uh, AJ is at five. And I am at four. Cubs versus Giants. Who wins the series? Cubs lost all those, didn't they? I don't know. I double checked. <laughs> the Giants won. Everyone, we all three took the Cubs. Nice job, Eric. Thanks. The one time we need you to win. <laughs> <laughs> and you come up short. Uh, Atlanta versus Philadelphia. Ben Simmons points 19 and a half. Um, was the over under? He had 17. AJ and I both got that one. The final tally is AJ four, Cody five, AJ six. Woo. Come on! He's not even here. I hate you. <laughs> I hate AJ so badly. I hate AJ so much. Let's never invite him back. Yeah, actually. we're never doing that again with him. What a jerk. That sucks. We just lost to AJ, dude. I know. What could be so worse? So I lost to the. I lost to you, and I lost to AJ in back-to-back weeks. So from last week, I owe Cody. Cody. Yep. And this week, you owe Cody and? No, I've already paid Cody up. AJ? Yeah, I owe AJ. I I don't owe Cody anything. I owe AJ. AJ. I owe AJ. Uh, Hey, Les, short time here. Your thoughts on the Julio Jones trade to Tennessee? Uh, What the fetch? What a rob. Highway robbery. (laughs) Second, was it second, fourth, and a sixth, right? I'm sorry. I got to look at this. Uh, second, fourth, and a sixth, I believe, to get Julio Jones to the Titans when you have a running, a running game and that the AJ Brown cat on the other side. I mean, this is highway robbery for the Titans. My Patriots can never catch a break, and this is the crap. Why? We have no interest in Julio Jones. <laughs> this, but How does we this have revolve interest? back to your Patriots. But we, but we, but this we has have nothing to do with you. In like a fourth rounder from Seattle. If that's all that it took to get Julio Jones, are you surprised other teams? Yes. Oh, like I'm shocked. Tennessee is the team that got him shocked, for that. Shock, 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 Stunned. Unequivocally shocked. Green Bay, what are you doing? Dude, don't ask me. I've been stunned by them for many years. I can... Chicago. 
this is unreal. That dude, that is robbery. Like the that, that Tennessee. The Texans thing wow, looks watch like, out for oh, the Titans. Oh yeah, next year. Got Ryan Tannehill's a decent quarterback. You got a good running game. You got a solid offensive line. You got two good receivers now. A good Both defense, of them deep threats, and a great defense with a great defensively head coach. It is going to be a major issue. That is unreal. Makes me just want to throw up. I just I'm, I'm sick of this crap. Super teams being formed. By the way, nine four six three. Eric would have had seven. He's a true champ. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, I lost two weeks ago, so yeah. it happens Five every seconds, once guys. in a while. Every once in a while, Sat a blind player. mouse finds the cheese. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like a blind mouse. This is wrong.